This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, wealth management advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Economy is still in the news, so let's let's talk about that a little bit. Let's start with the Federal Reserve and its goals for our economy. Well, Paul, that's an easy question to answer, but it is one that is much harder for the Federal Reserve to achieve. Uh, Congress has given the Federal Reserve two goals for the economy, full employment, um, that most Fed policymakers consider to be an unemployment rate of around 4%. And uh, the second goal would be the low and stable inflation rate. And Fed policymakers have set a goal of a 2% annual inflation rate for the economy. And thus, the you know, Fed is tasked with achieving both of these goals, even though sometimes a policy designed to achieve one goal could, can make the other one worse. Okay, Gary. So how difficult is it for the Fed to to uh, hit both of its goals at the same time. Can you give us some examples? It's a challenge for the Fed having two goals, and sometimes there are obviously trade-offs between those two goals. Uh, Many other central banks only have a single goal. For example, the European Central Bank, they only have a 2% inflation goal, so they don't have to go back and forth between full employment or stable inflation um, since they only have one goal. Um, With the Fed and monetary policy, again, which is mostly interest rate policy, um, the Fed plays in a really important role in efforts to lower the inflation rate, and it's playing an important role and is an important factor in achieving full employment. In 2022, for example, with you know labor markets that are very tight and the economy growing again and you're continuing to add jobs at a strong pace and the unemployment rate is, is very low at 3.7%, that's good news. But um, it's also a factor, particularly the tight labor markets and driving up wages and prices, um, as well as all of the other shocks that have, have hit the economy. So the good news is that the economy you know, has a low unemployment rate. The bad news is that that's you know, contributing to inflationary pressures. Okay, Gary. So uh, today the Fed's actions are designed to lower inflation towards its goal, but might that also impact the economy and employment in possibly negative ways. Yes, Paul, we haven't seen much of that yet. The economy has remained quite strong by most measures. Uh, But obviously, there is a trade-off for Fed policymakers, and it's one that economists are concerned about today, too. Um, That is, is, you know, the Fed were to raise interest rates either too rapidly or or too high, or worse yet, um, raise interest rates both too fast and too high uh, with their policies designed to slow the economy and to slow, lower inflation, the, the Fed runs the real risk of you know, creating a recession where you know, the unemployment rate climbs, the economy shrinks, uh, many people are worse off, especially if they lose their jobs. So, yes, fighting inflation with rising interest rates will slow the economy. The question is, you know, how much? And I can tell you that economists, forecasters, and I can assure you that the Fed policymakers, and that's the seven Federal Reserve governors in Washington, D.C., and the 12 Federal Reserve Bank presidents from around the country are are debating what happens next to inflation and employment. Well, Gary, at at their early November meeting, just a few days ago, the Fed raised interest rates again. That's the fourth time in a row by by um, three quarters of, of, of a percentage. 
That seems like a lot of interest rate increases in a short period of time. That, that, that's the way it seems to me. Um, can it be too much? Well, <laughs> that is the million dollar question, Paul. You know, you've been watching the news and perhaps uh, Fed Chair Jay Powell's press conference after the meeting, you know, where he commented on this latest interest rate increase and, um, you know, I think left the door open for additional interest rate crease- increases depending on the performance of the economy and the strength of the labor markets, as, you know, as well as, you know, the behavior of inflation and expected future inflation. But, uh, again, four three quarters of a percent uh, increases have moved the Fed's short term or overnight target interest rates up to a little over four percent. Um, you know, before COVID hit, that interest rate you know was was zero, essentially. Uh, so four percent is well above the Fed's two and a half percent target interest rate that they generally would consider to be neutral with the ex- respect to the economy. So a a four percent target interest rate should slow down the economy and likely will drive up the unemployment rate somewhat, um, as well as having the desired effect of lowering the inflation rate. But again, time will tell how close the Fed will get to both of its goals, inflation and full employment. Um, It's a challenge. Well, my editorial note here, um, if it does in indeed uh, affect employment, but maybe eventually brings the interest rates down, uh, bringing the interest rates down is not going to help you very much if you don't have a job. So I don't know who wins in these situations. <laughs> yeah, and I think Fed Chair Palace made it clear that uh, there will be some folks that get hurt uh, by this this policy. Um, yeah. We've seen mortgage rates in particular because they're long-term interest rates, contracts, um, you know, fixed-rate mortgages have gone up to you know 7% range. Well, one more question, Gary. The Fed has had to deal with some pretty significant shocks in the economy since COVID hit in early 2020. In your opinion, how is the Fed doing relative to, say, other major economies? Okay, you always save the easy questions for last, Paul. Thanks. <laughs> okay, since these shocks, you know, here we're ranging from the COVID pandemic, you know, uh, from efforts to counteract the pandemic um, to the supply chain disruptions. These were shocks that caused inflation to spike, um, while at the same time, millions in the U.S. were losing their jobs and incomes. You know, so Fed policy after the pandemic, dropping interest rates to near zero to help stimulate the economy and right, revive the labor markets, buying bonds, um, has seems to have worked pretty well as evidenced by the you know, low unemployment rate today. But, you know, again, inflation still remains high. And, you know, in part, that's because of the additional shocks to the global economy, especially that latest round of energy and food price increases that have been caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine that disrupted the global food and energy markets. You know, so there's another global, you know, we've added in a, you know, another global, big global shock. And, you know, so far the U.S. has been doing better than most of the developed world with lower unemployment and in many cases lower inflation. So on a global comparison, I'd say the U.S. so far looks pretty good. Okay. A lot of information there, Gary. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Paul. Thank Take you, care. Gary. Appreciate it. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor 
at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.